1: at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner.
0: So, all right, last night, a back-to-back, a traveling back-to-back yes. for the Timberwolves. This would be what they call in the business a schedule loss on paper. Yes. The Raptors had 122 points with eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter and a 12-point lead. They scored four points the rest of the way and the Timberwolves' pulled away for a comeback victory and last it game. was
2: not missing all kinds of open shots or making you know missing shots throwing the ball away the wolves guarded the hell out of them <laughs> on the perimeter they went out and guarded the perimeter it was uh it was amazing to watch i couldn't believe what i was watching and uh, as i said here when we were talking before uh when d when they don't have to take D'Lo out to get better, it's, uh, you know, down the stretch, it's pretty good. He, he was even guarding guys. I don't know what got into him, but he had that one <laughs> little stretch, what, a month ago where he had two, three game games in a row, and then he just became what he is. Uh, but last night, that's his fourth quarter, he had 16 or something. He, he hit I mean, three
0: so. consecutive three-pointers to basically erase <laughs> the, the double-digit lead. Yeah.
2: How would you like to be coaching that? And, and, you know, just know that you're only going to get it about 30% of the time. But when you get it, you say, yes. You know, know. that's, it's, uh, but yeah, Nas battles and Luca Garza's usable. And uh, it's, uh, you know, they got some depth and Noel's good. And, I don't know. We were just talking. Trade cat, trade go bear, wow. start all over again with Spunky. <laughs> let's Spunky, Spunky, start Garza center. Let's go get rid of both of them this summer. Come on, let's go get uh, Of course, the trouble is the stupid NBA rules are that you can't get rid of all your big salaries when you're over the cap, right? Because you got to take crap back, right? Don't you? I, I don't know how it works. You, you, you can't well, just, no,
0: you can. It depends. You have to. and Maybe I'm wrong on this, but most teams are over the cap, which is why yes. this is a problem. So if, if both teams are over the cap, then you have to make it match. Yes. But if another team has a bunch of cap space, you could, in theory, trade a contract to someone that can absorb so you it. Could,
2: you could find somebody to take cap who was a cat who's under the cap. I don't think you could find somebody to take Rudy, but uh, maybe maybe you can find somebody under the cap to take cat, so you can just get cut it down because you got to <laughs> pay Anthony and billion dollars here shortly so uh you know but he's i'll say one thing that guy's involved they you know there were a few games earlier this year edwards where you saying okay what's going on with him but he's involved yeah. and uh they're just a better team when he's the show right i mean when yeah. he's when he's running it they're a better team than when either of those other guys are on the court so i mean they could this could have been one of their great Great two game sweeps of all time <laughs> they'd beaten Dave, they'd held on and beaten Denver the other night, but did you didn't you expect to have them, see him come out and get beat, beat, beat by twenty last night
0: uh well yeah, when uh, I mean they were down by double digits for almost the whole game. I feel they like. they tried for a while, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they're just and they're just kind of taking they're chucking shots and. It did look like, oh, so it was a moral victory on national TV, and now they come home when no one's watching and just like (laughs) don't play hard. But that's a good, that's a good. The Raptors are not part of the ten team uh, playing bracket in the no uh, in the East right now, but they're competitive enough. They're not
2: bad. They just beat the Knicks, uh, came back and beat the Knicks in New York, and the Knicks are okay. And uh, they're 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 five games under five hundred, but they're you know they're not terrible. So. You know the thing about the NBA now is even the terrible aren't terrible as they used to be. There's a you know you got your five or six down at the bottom. Everybody beats the hell out of Detroit except us. But
0: uh, yeah, well, the yeah. D- d- although Detroit, um, no, they did they did blow that game last night. They had a lead last <laughs> night for a while. Um, but but in the West, here's the crazy thing. So right now, yes, as we record this this morning on this Friday morning, the Timberwolves are seventh right now in the yes. Western Conference, and they One are.
2: Under- are they one under five hundred
0: or what? Two hundred? They're one. They're one under five hundred, but they have a back to back against the Rockets. Which I mean, I the, the Wolves can lose to anyone, so I'm oh, not sure going to give. But but they sh- they should rattle off a couple wins in theory. Uh, so they're they're tied for the seventh seed, but they are only a game and a half back of the five seed Mavericks right now. And then one of the teams in the top four is the Kings who have the highest scoring offense in the league, but I don't know that they're going to sit. I don't think the Kings are going to be there the rest of the year. So it's, it's crazy right now. The Western conference all the way down to like the 13 seed has competitive teams.
2: Well, the jazz came in and beat the wolves the other night, but, the Jazz, remember they were 10 and 3 or something, and everybody, the surprise team, and then they just didn't win any games for six weeks, and they're behind the Wolves now. So uh, it's, uh, yeah, I, I looked at the standings today, and I started looking from the bottom, and I had to go all the way up to seven to find their six or seven to find the Wolves. I had no idea they were that high in the standings because you don't look at them that often. And it was, it's amazing. But that was the, the last two nights, you can't knock them. I mean, they played great. They, I mean, they, they finished great last night, and at Denver they played great until the last five, four minutes, and then they kicked it
1: away. So, so as, as long as two of their star players don't play, they don't appear to play. be in pretty good shape. I, I love yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs>
2: hey Conley, great job, thank you. Just don't play those two guys. Yeah, if you don't have your two big guys, and D'Lo deserves decide decides to play, that's the third. In other words. Most nights you could get you could be better without your three highest paid guys, right? And they're making thirty eight. Rudy's making thirty eight. Cat's making the same, right? Thirty five.
0: Yeah, they're, and they're both
2: 35. very much and, on
0: the way up to towards fifty. And
2: making thirty. So that's uh, if you didn't have a like hundred five million dollars worth, one hundred and ten million. You're better off without your $110 million worth of players.
0: Yeah. And here, here's the biggest question in the next like two and a half weeks or so, because the, the NBA trade deadline is on February 9th. So, you know, we got uh, 11. So, yeah, we're like two and a half weeks away from the deadline. If they don't trade I I don't think they're signing D long term because they got to pay Ant. They got to pay Jaden no, McDaniels. Can't, so
2: they're not signing him. No.
0: So they have they have two options. You can let him walk this summer. And you might think, well, it's $30 million off the books, but it's not because you're over the cap. So you wouldn't, you would only get like half of that cleared from your books or you could trade him sometime in the next two and a half weeks.
2: Wouldn't you love to see him play like this for two weeks though? So you could trade him. Yes. Somebody might, instead of having to take just garbage back, right? You could maybe get another point guard that, Somebody else thinks they're upgrading by getting D you know, somebody, cause they need a point guard, you know, they need somebody to you know, since Jordan uh I mean, McLaughlin's not your guy anyway, but plus he has to have his leg amputated or something here. He hasn't played for one like, leg. Months months. I jump he around on one yeah, leg, dude. He's got, he's got a worse calf than uh cat does. But yeah, it was it it had to be a pleasant surprise that everybody who went to that game last night not seen to see the you know, once they were down, and after the night, after the disappointment of the night before, and the trip, and the whole thing, um, you know, you would have expected to just lay down and take a twenty point beating, but they didn't. So good for them.
1: Poor Chris mm-hmm. Finch. He's got he's got to go into the coach's room after every game and say, "What the bleep am I is going on here?" Dude, on any given
0: night, they could go on the road yeah, and, and play, the, play the Nuggets down to the final minute with two two guys out, or they could go lose two games to Detroit. Like it's ridiculous.
2: I heard a rumor that uh, this is a third hand that uh, oh, Finchy likes Delo about as well as Zim-like Cousins, from what I understand. He drives yeah. him nuts. <laughs> you know, but yeah, you yeah. Know, last night only adds to him driving you nuts, right? Exactly. The, the only difference
0: is that. Finch can bench Delo at the end of a key playoff game, <laughs> yeah, and uh, Vikings can. coaches can't, unfortunately.
2: <laughs> Let's, uh, are we ready to get off the Wolves? Are we ready that's it
0: oh yeah yeah go yeah. you can move off yeah, you mentioned
2: ahead. the uh, Kirk cousins so somebody asked Peterson about cousins's past right and and Peterson oh. says uh well I know I thought maybe when I saw it I thought he forgot what down it was you know because he he couldn't figure out why he did that so now Peterson is blaming it all on Kirk. And defending the defense,
0: because yep. yep. all the reaction yes. is,
2: it's he's asked a question, he answered it, he did, and he also said, by the way, in the same quote, that uh, he's a top ten quarterback, which is way overpraise, but that's okay. Uh, but it's it's he was not defending the defense. He knew he knows he had a terrible game, but he was asked a question and he answered it. So what? You know why is he now a villain? Uh, I thought if, he might have lost
1: that, track of downs as one of my
0: favorites of all time, though. And then yeah, he said he was no. taken aback on the sidelines, which was,
2: <laughs> was great. No, he was honest. God, we don't want any honesty, do we? No, I know. But
0: do, you are no. so right that there is—I don't know what it is—and and maybe maybe it's just that people have platforms to just amplify opinions now, but we have We have gone so far into this one person to blame, black and white, this like Peterson says yeah. this, and people just assume that he did a forty minute podcast trashing Kirk Cousins, like
2: yeah. in fact, he did a two sentence I don't know what went on, and then he said, buddy he's a top ten quarterback, and you can win with him so yeah, and he and I'm sure if he was asked in there about his, his some of his coverage or mistakes on Sunday, he would have uh, you know, been honest about it and said something. Yeah, but, it's, but, then, uh, but then
0: the other thing is, like know, people, people, well, well, you know, oh, it's just one play. Of course, you're going to pick out the one play. Well, when the one play happens yeah, in the is, biggest moment the game, of the yeah. game, it is worth mentioning but, in pa- mentioning and yes. passing. Okay.
2: You know, you know when the when when the Seattle decided to pass down on the goal line at the end of the Super Bowl, yeah. instead of having Marshawn Lynch. That was just one play. It was one just one play. one play. It, it. it did a lot of it. It was just one play, for God's sake, Let's go. You know, let's, uh, you know Gary Anderson, it was just one field just
1: goal. Just one kick. Yeah, yeah. just one yeah. kick. You it's guys are so trashing Gary Anderson. Yeah. yeah, what a great season. Uh, so, Roycey, congratulations. You called it yesterday. Exactly right. The Vikings conveniently... <laughs> Waited until Ed, till, till the press conference for the season ending pressure was done, to send out, as you said, they're going to send out a release with a quote, and they did. Kevin Ooh. O'Connell really appreciates Ed Donatelle's service. Thank you so much. And,
2: and I ripped him on Twitter, as a lot of us media types did. And people are saying, well, they didn't inform him until yesterday. They weren't meeting. Well, then have your end-of-the-year press conference on thursday talk to your staff on wednesday make your decisions and then on Thursday, you know there's no rush to have this bore-ass end-of-the-year press conference right you can do it on if you can wait till wednesday you can wait till thursday but it's it's just i mean it was 100 predictable This what, what what it was going to be but uh you know it's. I'm sure that they uh, gave hot quotes to the uh, Vikings.com people who would have uh, taken ours. <laughs> oh, let asked me
0: check. Some, actually, let me ask them see. some
2: script, asked them some tough questions about it. So, <laughs> uh, it it is funny, but it is also funny that and that somebody said this on my Twitter account, which I appreciated. Somebody said, "You've trashed this guy all year. The fans have been just you know, for since about game four, they've been trashing him." And now they want him treated with respect, <laughs> and they're defending the Vikings for treating him with respect. You know, you did everything but kill his dog and his lawn. You know, and you know, and leave it laying in the front yard like the Devine, I mean, a hundred years ago. You know, and uh, and but now now they want him treated with respect. The Vikings were classy because they treated him with respect. No, they were gutless because they didn't want to answer direct questions about it. They talked about the defense being bad, but you know, you got to have a chance to say, okay, what what went wrong? Was this God Ed? Was this you who wanted to right. play this three four like this? Who wanted to do this? They wouldn't answered it, but you should have it. They wouldn't have answered it, but Thomason should have had a chance to ask it. Don't you think? Yeah, it's it's it where all, I, I, there's it no defending it. it. Yeah. His own bedside manner. Don't you think that would have been great to have Thomason going after him? It would have been great. So why I are
0: they afraid? Because I, th- I think afraid is the right word. Yes. I mean, they, they did this on purpose so that they wouldn't have to answer yes. tough questions about Ed donatello which is, by the way, it's such a standard thing in the NFL. Every year, coordinators yes. are swapped out and things happen. I mean, John Harbaugh is one of the most respected coaches in the league. And they just parted ways with with Greg Roman yesterday, and yeah, then Wink yeah. Martindale the year before, and
2: he gets up there and yeah, they just you know, you're, as I, it goes back, however, to my my statement that whoever put those titles on coaches sixty years ago was a genius. Yes, Kevin O'Connell, we had a horrible defense and let and I told them to play the three four and. Let's blame the coordinator and run his ass out of here. Even though I, you know, he, he, you know, that's he he takes no responsibility. This way, you take no responsibility. You just fire the coordinator, right? Yeah. yeah. So you exactly. get two, three years there when you fire the coordinator, and then you know he can't. One one risk these coaches take by calling their own plays is they can't blame the offensive coordinator because, but anyway,
0: uh, there is. By wouldn't. the way, uh, NFL. I'm sorry, Vikings.com. So they have the press release article, and you were wondering if maybe Vikings.com did some reaction to this. There is one link. It's a video with some reaction to the Donatelle firing. It's uh, Paul Allen, Pete Bursich, Ben Lieber, and Ron Johnson giving their candid opinions about the uh, Ed Donatelle firing.
2: On the uh, On some kind of a Viking show or what?
0: I think they just sent in some selfie videos and glued them together for a Vikings.com. Oh, good. Uh, okay. Well,
2: take, very, take ob- very objective sources there, too. So that'll be good. Yep. Okay. All righty. How about those Gophers?
0: <laughs> uh, did they play
2: last night? The halftime <laughs> score was... Oh, uh, that's right. They were down. They scored 12 points in the first half. They got rolled by <laughs> Purdue, 12, shockingly. The halftime score was Zach Eddy 12, Gophers 12. <laughs> And then they didn't play it much in the second half. But uh, I saw a reference to uh, lowest point total for Gophers since uh, 1951. Peach baskets when they played at Indiana. So I looked it up, and I haven't. I had uh, uh, John Wareham, who runs the library for us. He's going he's gonna send me the clip. But I think. The Gophers held the ball that game. It was thirty-six to twenty-four, and Indiana used to be called the Hoosier Hurrying Hoosiers. You know, they run up and down the court, and they were beating teams seventy to forty. And the Gophers went down to Assembly, what not Assembly Hall, wherever they played back then, and uh, and got beat thirty-six to twenty-four. So I wonder how far back beyond them holding the ball in '51 you have to go to uh, find them not score. I do What's he? We'll gonna always do?
1: have Ohio State, Pat. Don't forget that, okay? Uh, we'll always have Ohio State.
2: Well, here's the deal, though. Last night, nobody there again, right? Like, well, <laughs> 90, they only announced 9100. You know, I
0: mean, there's no reason to. What's the incentive no to, reason, to show up?
2: No reason. means you got. Well, but I mean, they had a decent crowd for Ohio State. Uh, they had maybe eight thousand bodies. Not Ohio State. Uh, who was the morning game? The, the Morning Oh, Rutgers was it Rutgers? Yeah, Nebraska. A a decent crowd for or Nebraska, Nebraska, maybe Nebraska people came. I don't know. And then they, you know, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 just awful. So this is Zach
0: Eady, who who you said a couple days ago is the front runner for National College Player of the Year, seven foot four. If you're wondering how hard it is to get your offense in against a seven foot four monster, the Gophers' two tallest players went three for twenty two from the field (laughs) last year. You know what the
1: Gophers need? Rudy Gobert. They do. Has yeah. there ever been a trade? Has there ever been an NBA college basketball trade? We need Rudy <laughs> in the middle at Williams. He's in the wrong building.
2: How about Cat and Gobert or uh, who are we going to take? We're going to take Battleback at a terrible game. I don't know if I want Darson Garcia, but I don't know who How else. How about Ola
0: Joseph? Give me Ola Joseph. Uh, Ola
2: Joseph, one of those. Oh, man. He's a young, he's a freshman. Or just a Contribution. Old. Boy, go, how, go bear a of, contribution. Tax write up, boys. What kind of a. Uh, yeah, that's right. We could give it to the scholarship fund or something. What?
0: Uh, oh, St. Thomas actually swooped him up. Sorry, uh, uh, gophers.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we didn't talk about St. Thomas. Did we talk about him? How about no, the, uh, $75 million. Yeah, Lee Anderson. He's not even a Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> Dean Hart, you know, and he didn't have any kids go to school there, but Dean Hart got him under the Tommy's board and everything a few years back. And he gave him 50 or 60 the first time to build the facility and wow. then the, the student union. And this time they, he gave him 75, but then somebody told me he sold this company for 2.9 billion. He had a bunch of little companies. So anyway, but Jared, yeah. if
0: you had, if you had $75 million burning a hole in your pocket, would you go to Benilde St. Margaret and uh, get, get him some new goalposts or what would you do?
1: Oh, I'd contribute it. Yeah, if you name the school for
2: highway. me, get them to move highway. Get them to move that street right in front there. Where if you if you take two steps out the front door, you got a chance to get hit by a car. Now.
1: the frontage road. I could build my arena on the frontage road. You know what? They do need a rink. They they don't have an on
2: campus hockey
1: rink, rink so no, that's not a bad they, idea. They could,
2: uh, yeah, they could. But uh, anyway, I don't I don't know what we're gonna what. Oh man, how bad! What how, what kind of a slump is Ohio State in that they lost to these guys, and then they lost? I think they got beat again by Nebraska or something. They lost like four in a row. They were was that was that win ended. not
0: going to be considered a quality win for the Gophers uh, <laughs> on the on the bubble later this year if Ohio State keeps losing?
2: I don't know. I I was predicting after the uh, Nebraska game where they played okay. Uh Nebraska isn't great, but they you know, they played okay. I was predicting they could equal last year's four wins in the big ten, but uh after last night I'm not so sure.
0: It's gonna be tough. Yeah. Thirty nine
2: points. Boy, oh boy. There's and usually nothing. usually
0: when you see Rutgers twice on your schedule, you're like, Oh, that'll be they're ranked twenty third right now. Okay, so you yeah, can't actually go can't even rely yeah, you on know, Rutgers.
2: You like, go back to St. Thomas, apparently they're only gonna hold about five for basketball, right? And people yeah. people don't think that I still think they're going to get in the big East in about five years, four years, but people think the arena mm-hmm. might not be big enough, but the way college sports are going now, like Rutgers, everybody keeps telling me Rutgers got the best arena in the league and it's 8,000 seats. It's, you know, cause it's full, they, mm-hmm. you know, they go in there, it's loud, it's full, you know, you put 5,500 in a place and it's, the atmosphere is gonna be a lot better than having six thousand people in Williams Arena,
0: don't you think? And is is college basketball even the next twenty years as you build new arenas, you look at it is for decades it was this wildly popular sport. Guys yeah. stayed for four years, you could easily pack fifteen, twenty thousand people in an arena. I don't know that it's a fifteen outside of like the top twenty programs and like the Dukes and whatnot. Yeah. I don't know that it's a fifteen, twenty thousand seat sport.
2: No, it's not. It's not. In fact, college sports in general are not drawing people. I mean, the football attendance is down a lot of places, even, you know, LA, Alabama has empty seats where they play one of the dogs and stuff. It's uh, the old 90,000 seat or, you know, it's people are just, you know, I go there. I it takes me hours to get in and out of the stadium. I pay an ungodly amount of money or I can stay home and watch my 70 inch television. Right. Yep. And you have a couple, yep. a bunch of friends over. I can throw a party and spend less money than I'm, uh, yep. than I'm going to spend going to the game. It, it, I mean, college sports and jet plus. They got to do something. You can't tell me. I can't buy a ticket a, a season ticket unless I donate $250 to your scholarship fund. You should be out there saying, Come and buy your tickets, and if you want to be nice and give us a donation, fine, but charge for the ticket and forget the scholarship BS. That 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 ship has sailed in college sports, the fact that you can gouge everybody. You don't power. want a brick? A Patrick Man. Royce brick somewhere? Yeah, I didn't buy any bricks. No, no, I don't buy any bricks. I think but, if
0: anyone uh, deserves a brick outside the Gopher football stadium, it's Royce. Patrick James Roycey.
1: You know yeah. what? They're going to be the next to get give you some o- award as a thank you for your service to the community. And and an engraved here.
0: ore, an engraved ore, yep.
2: lifetime achievement. You agree with me, boys? These little honors are be are everybody saying. It's all over. It's time. <laughs> I think it's this is it for him. We better do it before he's, you know. Let's just say you. It.
1: Let's just say you don't fit the the 2023 media profile they desire.
2: Okay. <laughs> that's that's a that's a lot of places, and I, I hate to change the topic, but uh, Jake Maurer died. Uh, Joe's a daddy. Oh what? Uh, Got I... a couple of nights ago. Yeah, and uh, it's I. Think they they probably wrote the obit today. I found out yesterday morning and confirmed it with a couple of people. But uh, he's a good guy, very humble, having this great kid and uh, good guy. My favorite story on you know they were they were really blue collar when Joe was a kid. That family uh, Teresa worked at St. Mark's or something. The wife and uh, you know was a secretary, and Joe and and uh, Jake did various things. Jake had an old truck. Uh, with a bad muffler and, you know, they Joe played sports with all the black kids over uh, Jimmy Lee's playground. Those were his teammates in basketball and football. And they were, they were getting ready to play like the state, the the St. Paul championship game. And, uh, Joe hadn't showed up yet. It was like five minutes beforehand and all his teammates were dressed and they were all nervous and, uh. And the legend is, they didn't see the truck, but they heard it. <laughs> it was around, you know, it was like two blocks away. And they heard it, and they all started saying to each other, Joe's coming, Joe's coming, Joe's on the way. They were worried about Joe getting there. Jake had such a lousy old truck, you could hear it two blocks away. So,
0: uh, My God. Is this, pub- is this public yet?
2: I mean, it is uh, now, I
0: guess, but like. Right.
2: Yes, I put it on Twitter late last night. Uh, I I, I think it was already out there by some other people. So, but it's yeah, it's uh, I don't know if the family's I don't know if the obit's been published yet or not. But uh, yes, he. uh, I I mean, I've confirmed it with a family member. So, anyway, well, that's sad. uh, Too bad. Good guy. He was a good guy. Love them heaters, though. Man, alive, he'd, he'd, have, he'd have to find that area to pound that butt. when <laughs> he was, he'd, he'd have to. You know, the, the going outside to get a cigarette was uh, tough. I don't know if he was still pounding them, but he was a couple of yeah. years. Ago.
0: That's a so. tough generation, man. Just yep. ripping yep. heaters for fifty years. So, yeah. all right, Pat. Well, we will. Um, we'll catch up with you early next week after another uh, football playoff yeah. fun fest this weekend across two days.
2: Who uh, who we like this weekend? I haven't even looked. Who we uh, j- just so Jacksonville gets beat? Let's let's get rid
0: of that. <laughs> you're bored with Jacksonville. <laughs> I'm
2: bored with Jacksonville. Plus, I think you're
0: fine. Needs- yeah, the Chiefs will I probably got a take care of
2: yesterday. Why well, can't that guy get a haircut? Wow, yeah.
0: oh, flowing locks, baby. Yeah. All right, geez. all right, see, you. all right, see if right, Pat. All right, let's wrap him with Roycey here. You can find Roycey Unchained in all forms. Everything he does with us on the Roycey Unchained podcast feed.